What's up, listeners? Did you know that we are already on episode eight of the podcast? It's tough to believe, but here we are, right? So, I'm in day five of the South India road trip, as you might already be aware. So, this is part four of the road trip monologue. Um, so, from the last episode, you know that I've reached Mangalore or almost reached Mangalore. I'm actually at this place called Ullal at, at a resort. Um, so I woke up at the, in the morning. Last night, dinner was awesome. Um, and, you know, I, I think they have good food here. They don't have a running kitchen, but uh, they make per order, right? So you had to order maybe 30 minutes or an hour before um, uh, before you eat. Uh, the food was great. Uh, got some reasonable uh, sleep last night. The bed's a bit hard, but yeah, it is what it is, right? So I woke up at 6 a.m. today, uh, much before the alarm. I actually set the alarm for... I think one was for 7, there was another one for 7.30 and 8. Uh, but I actually woke up before 6. And that's the unique thing that's been happening with me, where throughout this entire trip, I've been waking up before the alarm wakes me. Even though I'm super tired, I could be exhausted from last day. I think it's just my body, you know, uh, you know, acting up so that I don't miss out on, on things I need to do for the day because you already have a plan and, and you know there's time sensitivity. So maybe it, it could just be that, but yeah. So I woke up at six and um, so I, the first thing I did was I, I basically went down to the to the beach to explore the, the place and it was quite scenic. Uh, they do have um, barriers out, uh, barriers in the sense they have like rocks which, which you have to like cross. I think it's just to protect the a coastline from from erosion and there's a small beach uh, around that the water was like fairly uh, fairly rough but uh, but it was quite quite a pleasant place and um, after exploring the the beach for some time i took some pictures videos and uh, came back to the uh, to the resort had a got ready and had a good breakfast breakfast was better than uh, dinner last night and i think around 9 9 a.m i i left for Udipi. And I had no clue where to go on Udupi. So I just searched for Udupi Beach because I didn't do any research on what places I could possibly go to. Uh, the only thing that I uh, I did know about was this uh, uh, this place called Beckel Fort, which is a, which is a fort uh, back in Kerala, which is about 60 kilometers. So that's something that a, that a friend recommended. But other than that, you know, I was basically uh, going blind. So yeah, so basically I fed in, uh, fed into the map, map app, you know that that take me to Udupi, right? And and off I, I off I went. So I had to basically take Highway 66 uh, up north. Um, Udupi is about 70 kilometers from this place, and the travel time was about an hour and 30 minutes. Um, it, it was a tiring day to start off because I think I was quite exhausted from yesterday, and I didn't get the sleep was not too comfortable, so. Um, yeah, so the energy level was not that great when, when I started driving. So I stopped over at a coffee day um, to grab some coffee, you know, and also to fuel the car because the coffee day was next to this petrol pump. And um, yeah, so diesel actually. So I, I, I got some diesel and uh, what I realized was that the fuel in Mangalore, in and around Mangalore is one rupee cheaper than the retail price. Um, so I think I, let's say if you, um, 
you know pump gas or pump diesel for 2000 rupees they reduce 1 rupee per liter um against the the retail price and i think it has to do with the fact that um mangalore has a large uh, indian oil facility so i think they use the mangalore port to maybe import oil um so maybe they discount the uh, the travel cost but anyway yeah so it's fuels cheaper in mangalore as against any other place and um, so yeah so i basically went past mangalore i could i could see the mangalore port um there were multiple facilities i think it's more like an industrial uh, area and so i just dr- drove through through mangalore uh, towards uh, towards udupi and uh, i think about maybe 10 kilometers or, uh, before udupi i saw a sign um which pointed towards this place called kapu beach i had no clue right and i was like okay let me take a left sounds like it was a big sign and i was like okay maybe it, it, it's a big place and i'm glad i took that left right because kapu beach was phenomenal one of the best beaches i've ever been to uh it's basically on par with uh i would say you know beaches in um in in other locations outside india it it was super super clean there was this beautiful um lighthouse on on this rock formation there were like large rocks on one side um, you know trees super clean and and it it has a gradual gradient into the sea right so you can literally like wade into it and there was a low tide so i could actually walk into the walk into the sea uh, uh, to some extent and like there was like cold wind and of course it was sunny but but there was like cold wind it was a very uh, well kept uh, beach and a phenomenal experience right so if you're visiting udupi or mangalore make sure that you definitely do go to kapu beach which is which is awesome so i spent a lot of time in in kapu beach um and then i decided to go forward right so i i again you know use the app to take me to uh downtown udupi if you can call it that and so i had to basically take the route back towards highway 66 and what i noticed on the map was that there was actually a beach road which runs parallel to the to the highway and just based on instinct i was like okay let me try and explore the beach road because the beach road also actually goes to uh, 2dp but um, i guess it's slow so i turned off the map and um, took the beach road which is basically further down uh, kapu beach right and that was one of the best decisions i've made on on this uh, road trip because uh, the road runs parallel to the sea so you can actually see the beach and uh, and and the uh, uh, the sea of course it it runs through a few villages but uh, but you had like a very clear uh, view through and through and so i basically kept driving past uh, villages and it was quite scenic you know the the flora and fauna was awesome i actually saw mangoes like run across and um, so on one side there was one place where on one side there was a sea and on the other side there's like a backwater channel um and and you're driving in between right so which was which was awesome and then from um, from from there you know you basically the next beach is is called uh, mattu beach i didn't stop there but i basically uh, drove past it and there were a lot of trucks on that road it's a, it's a thin road so basically if there are two vehicles coming opposite one vehicle has to get off the road 
to let the other one go but they were like large trucks carrying loads of huge rocks uh, weighing maybe like tons of um, kilos and and i was wondering why they were going through this route right and i had my answer very shortly because i think they are trying to create like a rock face again to i think protect the beach or i don't know what the logic is but basically they were dumping these huge rocks on on the beach after a certain point of time which uh, almost looks like an it's an embankment um then um, so so once i crossed um, uh, mathu beach the road actually takes in takes me towards maple beach um which is which was fairly crowded but before maple beach there was this turn that i had to take and and as soon as i took that turn we crossed the bridge and you take a left and I, they were like fishing uh boats huge ones maybe 50 60 i think it's it's almost like a dock and uh, there was a little fish market it was it was a sight to behold um, because all of a sudden you know from this greenery you you basically come in and you see all these boats so once you go past the uh, the boat dock um you you hit maple beach which i think is a popular destination because they had like infrastructure there was like flea market parking space and there was relatively uh, more crowded at this place there was also a gandhi uh, statue so my guess is uh, maple beach is the beach of of udupi the the popular one and um, so i spent a little bit of time in in maple beach um, as well um but yeah the other interesting thing is just going back to the resort i actually went down for a walk and uh, there were a lot of hawks or or eagles that were flying maybe 20 30 of them and uh, all of them would like fly out and they would just perch back onto this tree and then they would fly out again which is a very very interesting phenomenon right so i think they were maybe they were trying to hunt rodents or whatever and they would just you know disperse and then within a minute all of them come back so it uh, whenever there's like some movement so that was very interesting right so as you can guess uh, it was beautiful the uh, the landscape uh, was, was phenomenal maple beach was okay i think it was relative relatively clean when compared to the other beaches that i have seen but yeah it's in, but but if you had to pick a beach in udupi and you had only one choice i would say kapu beach is the place i would go to uh, because it it's phenomenal so after maple beach i i drove through udupi to get a feel of the place and then i decided to head back to mangalore because on my way in i just drove through i didn't check any place in mangalore so in mangalore i went to this uh, tanir bhavi beach again it's something that i searched on the on apple maps and and that's what it pointed to so i went there and i it's basically right next to the indian oil facility so there were lots of tankers uh it's again an isolated beach because it's to the uh, to the interiors as such because you have to cross a lot of roads and you know all these facilities and and go in uh mo- it was basically a lot of couples there i think that's the meeting spot for for people i spent a little bit of time there and and i decided to um drive towards beckelford because it it was already i think 1 1 or 2 in the 2 in the afternoon and beckelford um is about i think 120 kilometers from udupi and um, it's it's in kerala so as you know from the previous podcast that you know the roads are not that great so so i thought it might take a lot of time now 
at that point of time i was feeling a bit exhausted so in my mind i was wondering if i should just head back to the resort and call it a day and maybe not do beckelford but uh, but it's a fort that one of my friends had very strongly recommended so and i was not sure if i'll come back this way in the near future or or uh, ever so i thought okay might as well do it right and i i decided to endure as expected the the road was a was a very tough drive um it was quite narrow and a uh, lot of traffic as well so so it took me a lot of time to uh, reach uh, beckelford and on the way i was actually thinking about whether i made the right choice right or maybe i should just turn back because it was exhausting i'm glad i didn't uh, given and i drove all the way because um, beckelford is uh, is is a sight to see right it's a it's a phenomenal uh, fort very very well maintained uh, archaeological site um it was apparently built in 1650 ad and um, three sides of the fort are in direct contact with water and and the fourth side basically has a moat it's a huge um fort i would say maybe it's at least um, the circumference must be like half a kilometer i actually walked all the way um, around the wall uh and there's actually like this elevated platform that that you can you can take right and it's large enough for uh, horses to um to ride on um so so it was clearly designed as a as a naval fort when it was uh, created and uh, the sights are amazing right you can actually see the beckel uh, beach and um I, i think it was very scientific for for the time that it was built um for example there were like three levels of holes in the in in the fort walls so one was clearly designed was big enough for like a cannon to uh, to fit so if they want to like fire towards ships or or anything which is far away and then um, you had like a mid level uh, hole which is at an angle so you can actually hit people on 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 the ground uh, this is like pretty high right the walls were i guess maybe 20 meters high um, yeah something like that so they were pretty high and then the third level of holes were designed for uh, close operations i don't know maybe they were like chucking fireballs or oil boiling oil something like that through through that it also had observation towers at at various uh, uh, places so there's one in between which is really high so you have a view of not only the entire fort area but but also i would say villages or uh, you know areas around the fort including the uh, the sea um so i'm sure they used to use that as as a observation tower and there were little towers uh, on on the walls where you could uh, you know deploy uh, sentries or or people who basically keep an eye out and also i think those are good defensive uh, positions so it was a very beautiful structure a very very well maintained so the the interior is completely landscaped um it's almost like a like a beautiful garden and you can just walk around um and and it's it's a phenomenal site i've never seen any fort in india being maintained that at that level right and it was so strategic i think they basically built it on on a bedrock uh, which is at a, at an elevated position so it gives you a Uh, it it's very imposing uh, you have to definitely see it if you are 
anywhere near um, Hosdurg or or Mangalore, you know, it's worth the trip. It's it's worth the two-hour drive uh, to get there. Even I think from even from Koyikode, it's uh, it should be close by. Um, so maybe it's like halfway to to Koyikode. So you should should try that out uh, if you are around. But yeah, but it's a it was an excellent uh, fort. So I spent a lot of time there, and I'm glad that I actually uh, made the trip. And then after spending time at the at the fort, I I basically started back to uh, to the resort, and um, yeah. So the return journey typically is easier because you know you have like a destination, and you know you can call it a day after that. So I drove back, and I I got here. Mm, then again, there was a rail railway crossing, so I was waiting for the train to uh, to go past, um, and I got a really nice video. I can't put it on the podcast, but but yeah, it was it was a really nice video of the train just zooming past. So I came back to the resort. I spent a little more time with uh, in, in, near the near the beach, and then I decided to get back in the car and explore another beach road which is close by. Um, I did drive about six seven kilometers, but the place seemed a bit shady. Um, so I just I turned back. So somehow you know I. Basically, this is one thing that I've learned over all the road trips that I've done is that you have to trust your judgment, right? You need to have that instinct, um, and and sometimes it can it can help you stay out of trouble or it can give you insights into amazing areas which you wouldn't otherwise explore. Which is precisely what happened that would be today because it was just pure instinct, right? I basically decided to uh, disregard what the map suggested, and I said, no, 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 I think this might work. And it did. Um, so yeah, something told me that that it may not be safe or whatever. And it was already dusk, so I decided to come back. So I'm back in the hotel, and um, and I, I I feel tired, but but you know it was a good day uh, because UDP was was excellent, Mangalore was was great too, and of course Bekel Fort was amazing. So I basically you know checked all the all the boxes that I wanted to cover, and. Um, so I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I've decided to start for Humpy uh, tomorrow, and uh, it's again I think a eight or a nine hour drive. I've already done my uh, reservation. The funny thing is I went to this uh, comparison Trivago, the hotel comparison app, and I booked there thinking it's the cheapest rate. Uh, usually I also check on the hotel website, and it was like much cheaper on the hotel website, right? So anyway, it is what it is. But I basically needed place to stay so i've i've gotten that and tomorrow i'd be saying goodbye to the arabian sea because humpy is um, uh, towards the interior so i have to go inland away from the sea of course i would i'll have to drive to mangalore and uh, you know maybe i'll go through uh, shivmoga Sh- as it's added to as it was known earlier uh, towards humpy and i'll be in humpy for two nights um, I've already been to Humpy in the past, um, so I'll try to see. Maybe I'll have a light day, explore a few places. Uh, but yeah, and and from there I I'll head back to Hyderabad, which will complete the the loop across uh, five states. So with that, I think that brings brings us to the end of this um, episode, and I leave you with the sounds of the sea. So this is something that I recorded. Um, uh, you know, sitting on the beach today. It's a one-minute uh, audio recording. So enjoy and have a great day. <laughs>